You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Loss of appetite. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. KFC's $5 mac and cheese bowls. For a limited time, get a big bowl of creamy mac and cheese topped with crispy chicken and sprinkled with even more melty cheese for just $5. Available in classic or spicy. Order now on the KFC app or KFC.com. That's finger licking good. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We're here on a a little bit of a windy day yeah, here. All of a sudden, yeah. The same Vincent calls. I can't keep my notebook open here as I sit here as we get ready to watch practice. Um... Pull back the curtain. I got my I got my laptop in front of me. Oh, you always have your set notebook. Yeah. Got uh, your so roster notes, over here. Got the roster over sure. here in case we have to reference anything. I got Matt to my left. I got the Steelers players here, uh, pra- getting ready to practice to, in front of me here. And, uh, and I'm also watching up. the Pony World Series here. Yeah, you're multitasking like crazy over here. Yeah, Washington your, just went ahead five right, two. Huh? Just went ahead five two. Three run jack by your guy, huh? Yeah, over over at Texas. So that's in the bottom of the fifth inning here. So we're okay. getting down. Please to, keep uh, us post. I will do so. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're here for, I believe this is day 16 16, I think. Something I think like that. Training camp 15. day 16. Okay, and, okay. Well, we've, we've seen some stuff happen. 18 um, total, right? Yeah. Got two yeah, more yeah, after yeah. today. Okay. Uh, as I reported uh, this morning, uh, bad news for Anthony Miller uh, and Carl yeah. Joseph, um, both done for the year. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. I mean, I thought Joseph probably was on the outside looking in. But nobody was here working harder than him. Uh, that's what I say. He's like the easiest guy to work, root for in the whole place because yeah. he's out here all the time. I mean, I remember that day when it was just pouring, and he's sitting down there on like the twenty yard line on the numbers doing drills by himself. It's yeah. like you're you're in, on fire, dude. I mean, <laughs> so it's not a work ethic issue with no, him. no. But Miller, I kind of fell in love with when I was here. You know, liked him more and more every time I saw him. I thought he was having a tremendous camp. Um, it seemed like kind of an odd injury. I mean, I didn't kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, it was yeah. in an odd time. Um, I was counting on him to be 
in the top four, I would say. Maybe Austin would be ahead of him, but would be in the mix as a slot option. Did some gunner work, too. So, as is the case in all across the league, when somebody goes down, that opens the door for somebody else. And I know you fiddled around with some roster stuff. I did. And I'm curious what your your wide receiver situation is. And that was before this. Well, that was before, yeah, prior to the injury, I I had Anthony Miller making it. And I did see, I also saw Calvin Austin today. Now, earlier today when he came up through, he had a walking boot on his foot. Okay. Looking at him here today on the field, he doesn't have the walking boot on anymore. I guess that's that's a good sign. Yeah, Yeah. right. Okay. So he's not practicing, of course. He's not practicing, but that's more, it looks like it's more of a protective thing. Maybe he uh, has a little bit of a foot sprain or, or an ankle sprain there that they're trying to protect. But he was out there you know, catching some balls, not running or anything like that, mm-hmm. but he's, he's walking around on the field without the boot on. So that's a good he sign. He looks anxious, too. <laughs> I mean, just his body language. You can tell, like, he wants to get in. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're a rookie a bit, and this right. is your first training camp, you want to get out there and show something. I, I really thought, you know, he was one of my, my three guarantees um, before the game that I thought he was going to go out uh, and, and have it. You know, his, my guarantee was he would have a 25-yard catch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, well you got to play to do that. Uh, we can look over there. You see uh, – Marcus uh, Allen starting to get some uh, ramped up there a little bit too. So oh, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, all in all, besides those two that we just mentioned, injury news has been pretty favorable. You know, we got a lot of the bigger hitters back on the field here this week, which is good. Um, back to the wide receiver situation. I mean, we know Deontay Claypool, Pickens, and I think we know Austin is in, and I think we know Gunner's in. So that's five. Yeah. Um, I would imagine it becomes a Sims versus Boykin type of situation, assuming they keep six, which is as good as the receivers are, I would think you keep six. Because Gunner's half receiver, half special team or two, you know? Um, Yeah, and they typically do keep six. They have Mm -hmm. kept five before in the past, but I think, you know, you almost have to keep six. If if you're keeping your your best players... And guys, you can help three receiver sets, yeah, seventy-five percent of the time or something, you know. So yeah, I mean that 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 makes total sense. Sims and Boykin couldn't be any more different, though. Right, right. You know, I mean, different skill sets, both help on special teams, but in different ways. I was happy to see Boykin make plays on special teams. I think he had two tackles on teams on Saturday. I thought Mitch Trubisky was just going to kick a field goal there. Did you see that? I didn't. They're snapping. So he he might still. Presley Harvin is there. I guess like he's taking snaps. Um, but Presley Harvin was taking a snap, and Trubisky was lining it up to like he was going to okay. make a kick here. He's actually holding now, <laughs> as I guess the emergency holder. I imagine something he was done in the just past. Just something that you work on, you know, yeah, just yeah. to get some some work in with uh, Coons. Um, but who would you take out of Boykin versus Sims if you got to pick one? Again, what are you looking for? I mean, you, right. you know who your return guy is. Which one? Yeah, that's I think a, maybe the question should be Sims. which one is less likely likely to get picked up if you release him. I would say they're 50-50. Yeah, I mean, I, I Again, think... Again, depends what other teams look for, too. You know, uh, I think Boykin is going to help you more I think Boykin, teams. yeah, gives you more, uh, you know, flexibility with teams. With, yeah, with, with this particular team when you already have a, a return guy. Um, but I think they have fewer options at slot. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody's an outside guy. Claypool's, you know, projected to be the starting slot. Austin could do it, but I haven't seen him a lot operate out of the slot. So Sims might be better in the offensive situation. I lean towards taking the bigger guy, though. I, I do, too. Uh, I just think he gives you more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more he can do for you. Yeah, I think he's um, rarer. Yeah. You know, those are, those are tougher guys to find mm-hmm. as we watch him catch, catching punts here, too. I'm kind of bummed about the Miller news. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, you know, it just uh, he he was really looked like he was going to have a role with this team. Yeah, 
and uh, was, was really kind of fitting in and, and uh, you know, Absolutely. I mean, they, they get to keep him on, I guess, scholarship for another year. But right, and say he'll, he'll probably be a year older. Next and, year and, yeah. and, you know, who knows, things can change quick. And, again, he's a year older and somebody's going to step up between now and then and he's going to have to have a really good camp again next year. Right, and, yeah, know, he's back in the same situation. Right. But, you know, all that wide receiver depth they had, and, and Boykin didn't practice yesterday. True, uh, true. He's dealing with a rib injury. Uh, so they just get, you know, Claypool and Deontay Johnson back, and now they, they lose a couple of guys mm-hmm. at that position. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but that's football. But, I mean, yeah, that's how things work here. And, you know, uh, you don't want to overwork Deontay and those guys. But if I'm Claypool, I better get out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure that he's going to be in the mix in two receiver sets. I mean, I think there's a chance Pickens is the, quote, starter when they're in two two receivers. Yeah, but they're in. They, I mean, they play eleven so much. They do. Yeah, I they mean, do. I don't know if it's going to be quite as much as they did last year, but it's still going to be. 60, I'm sure it's in the top sixty plus percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the league in general is sixty percent, and they were at the top of the league. I bet they're not in the top three again, but I bet they're <laughs> tenth. You know, but term, if you're you putting know. you want to put your best players on the field, I mean, right. I think that's the way to you know when they put it this way when they opened up uh, seven shots yesterday, it was uh, it was. Uh, Claypool, mm-hmm. Johnson, Pickens, Fryermuth, and Harris were your eligibles. Those are your best. That's kind of that's how you draw it up. Five, right? Yeah, that's your best five guys. I'm not sure who number six is. You know, like I know who the top five are. I'm not sure yeah. who the sixth best player is. I do think, and if camp in preseason is any indication. Watching Fryermuth not catch. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> odd. You know, see guys of his shape and size, you know, catching punts. <laughs> oh, he's going for two here. Uh, oh, he, he just caught that with one hand. Just like, Did he? Just grabbed it. No glove either. That was pretty he just impressive. snatched it like it was a, uh, like he was catching a, picking up a grape. Yeah, he's got There's three, three so far. There's three. <laughs> Big old tight end showing off the hands. <laughs> I mean, he's can he get number four here? Can he get four? Oh, oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> he just snatched the second one right out of the. That he just reached out one, with th- one hand and grabbed it. I thought it hit the ground. I mean, he just <laughs> snagged it with one hand. You never see anybody field a punt like that. No, no. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, was a school. So is Gentry going to give it a shot here now? I was actually about to bring up Gentry when we were talking about the 11 personnel stuff because I do think Gentry, Hayward, McFarlane are going to see the field. Into it. Yeah, yeah they factor you know, into it. I mean, they're not as good as the top five, but they're going to get in on the field. Yeah, I think so Is as Gentry well. going to give this a shot? I can't. I don't uh, agree with you, and I'm not going to take Gunner one Gunner, there yeah. now. But, uh, yeah, you're listening to the uh, the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, uh, of course, also being simulcast on ESPN 970. So if you're listening to us there. Stick right here because we are the only station bringing you live updates as we watch practice here. Nobody else is allowed to do this. It's just right, us. Right, So It'll be a, kind of a play-by-play again today. Absolutely. You know, when they get this thing rolling. Give it to you as – give you the information as things happen. Uh, they should be stretching shortly, though. Yeah, they're so right. Just kind of going through, next through some warm-ups here right now. Um, so Remarkably, it's kind of a slow time around the league. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was looking for, you know, news. There's not a lot of – Injuries. I think a lot of the league right now has played a game, right? And, and everybody played. Take, well, everyone's played a game, right? Yeah. And you take sort of a step back and say, okay, did, did what we did all you know all practice time translate to the field in that game? And in the Steelers' case, I think it did. But I would think there's some front office and coaching staffs going, man, you know, we're a corner short, or you know, you know, you're starting to get into this, and you have a real good feel for your team, and you've seen them play against somebody else. You might be just taking a step back and kind of calm here a little bit and figuring out. Reassessing. Yeah, yeah. reassessing. I mean, a lot of steps forward and then 
All right, let's see where we're at. Is is our analysis of our team still what we thought it was after playing an, an opponent? You know, yeah, it's a I lot mean, different than practice. It, it is different than practice, and you're still seeing some teams going out and scrimmaging against each other. I saw the Panthers and oh, uh, yeah. Patriots were scrimmaging against each other, and they couldn't stop fighting. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of fights in that uh, in that camp. Who breaks those up? I no don't thanks. know, but that's one of the reasons. <laughs> right. I think that's really one of the reasons why Mike Tomlin typically doesn't do the practices against uh, an opponent especially you know he'll he'll do it against if it's it's a coach that he knows well and they mm-hmm. can kind of talk about how how things are going to go but i don't think he doesn't have any any interest in coming out here and banging against another team if it's going to turn into you know turn into that every other play yeah i mean i guess you could look at it that way of uh, you know we get more work done here without a distraction yeah. or the emotion or I got to show these guys I'm the better man I'm the tougher dude you know like right. I can't get pushed around on our home field or you know some of the the ego stuff that gets in the way and the other thing I think is interesting that you really have to have a good relationship with the other coach like you yeah. said is well what are we going to practice you know yeah. like hey we really want to work on third and long stuff well we want to work on goal line well Right, or we'll do neither. Yeah, or you, they, or you win. It doesn't or, match you know, up. Right, then, right, yeah. And then you're going to play that team later in the week. You know, so it's it yeah, turns yeah, yeah. So I can see not loving that situation, and they've gotten a lot of work done here. So you know, finish it up with a couple more days, go back to your humble abodes, and uh, get into the the meat of the season. Yeah, um, it's it's right around the corner. We're less than a month out now. Uh, Season starts September 11th for the Steelers in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and it's now August 16th. So right, right, things are happening quick. We're getting down to uh, three weeks out. So I'm looking forward to the Jacksonville game too. I mean, I think that's I am, another yeah. really good opponent. Like, there's a lot of teams in the league that are disinterested with you know uh, preseason football. Well, Seattle and Jacksonville aren't. Too We're not. Long. Yeah, no, they do I, a lot I, to work on. They have new quarterbacks. You know. Yeah, I had some people say, "Well, you know, they played the they played Seattle. Seattle's not very good." That doesn't mean Seattle wasn't trying, and and your your backup. See, I look at the opposite. Yeah, I do like, too. I think they're a really hard preseason opponent. Right. I, you know, I'd love to play them in the regular season because right, I yeah. don't think they're going to be good this year. But when you're trotting out two NFL quarterbacks and you're playing a high percentage of your starters, and you know you have a lot to work on. Well, I think that's a tougher challenge than the Rams or Chiefs or some team that has you know, it's going to sit all their stars. Yeah, you know absolutely. I, mean? I, I agree. About it. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather play that team because they're trying to establish something. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and Jacksonville's the same way. you got a new coach down there um, and a young team. Yeah. And they're trying to establish. In a big way. Yeah. Now, they have a lot to work on. They have a lot of new faces. They're extremely young. You know, like their front seven, I mean, they got all new linebackers. You got the first overall pick. You got a big group of defensive tackles. I wrote an article today about the Steelers' O line. I think they're really going to be challenged by that that Jag front. Yeah, you know, I mean, Josh Allen as well. I mean, they got a lot of dudes that are going to play. That's the key: is they're going to play. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game as well because you're going to see the starters in there mm-hmm. uh, to to some degree. Um, I would think that uh, you know some of the stars play at least a quarter. Mm-hmm. So you'll see Hayward, you'll see Watt out there a little bit. This Mike Tomlin, not really into necessarily resting guys when yeah, it comes yeah. to to that. that are are you getting the impression that this game for the Steelers at least will be their version of the dress rehearsal? Yeah, I mean you the guys, the guys that I've talked to, nobody's come. You know, they, they haven't told the the coaches haven't told the, the players yet. But I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how they're leaning with it. You know, and I've talked to some different guys about are you looking forward to getting out there? And you know, yeah, we're you know we want to get out there and play. So. Um, the guys want to play. I mean, you, you, yeah, pra- you yeah. practice all this time. You want to go play football. I would think so. You I know? mean, even the Cam Haywards of the world would probably like to go out there and bang a little. Yeah, I want to 
hit somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and Make a player yeah. too and get out. Um, I, I get the impression talking to some people the last 24, 48 hours or whatever that the game three will probably be the picket show. You know, yeah, and, and I that think makes, so. It won't be, and you'll put a good line around them, and you'll give them, you know, weapons to really. Yeah, I think the line plays them, no matter what. I would play line <laughs> a lot. They need all the work they yeah. can get. There's and a couple the, spots that work. Even the, the second, the second line wasn't bad. No, it's funny when I wrote the article, there were a couple guys that played better than I thought. Laglue, I thought played really well. Yeah. I thought Hassenhauer played well. I mentioned Joe Haig yesterday. I, I thought he was really good. Um, the other two, Scott and uh, what's the other Green? Green, I thought really had a tough time. Not yeah. Kendra Green, the yeah, the other Green, right, right, right. Chaz Green, Chaz Green. I thought those two were problematic to be kind. Yeah, yeah, they were really a problem area. And but I don't they've know if got they make the team or not. They've got some some good backups there that mm-hmm. you know if if they have to step in and play are are NFL players. Yeah, oh, the glue is guys who have made a living games. for himself down. Yeah. You know, coming out of nowhere, and Hassenhauer is a self-made guy. I guess it's basically Hegg's story too, but I mean, he at least has been a free agent in another team. It was a fourth and, round pick. I mean, yeah, he, like yeah, he was. You know, he came was from, from nowhere, right? But I mean, he's a swing tackle now. So those three guys, I have faith in as depth guys. Um, I was not super impressed with the way James Daniels played. I, I didn't realize this until I dug in too, though. Um, Moore and Green, the left side of the line, played about thirty-five snaps each. Yeah, all the others only played sixteen. So, if you want to kill the front line, I mean, it was 16 snaps. Right. <laughs> it was two series, you yeah. know. I mean, uh, some of it wasn't great. Some was fine. I thought some of the run blocking was good. More in particular ran, was a good run blocker. But it was 16 snaps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let, let's not overreact to that, too. You know, maybe this game you'll see more. Yeah, I would I would certainly think you'll see those guys out there more mm-hmm. in this game as they, uh, as they get – into a little bit more, and you want your starting quarterback out there, right? With, right. The, with the line that he's going to be working with. Yep. But you're right, though. I mean, like for game three, if Pickett plays all or a majority of it, he can live with Haas and the glue oh, and yeah. egg and those. Yeah. You know, right? That's those not guys a, are NFL players. Yeah, that's not terrible. I mean, they'll they'll be able to get a good look at them and, and really analyze them, and he'll have some time to throw and some holes to run through and those type of things. Yeah, because uh, you have to also have to remember that they'll be playing the Detroit Lions. I don't know how much the Lions are going to play their front-line guys in that game. I don't know. I mean, just the, the first viewing of Hard Knocks, it seems like they're going to play everybody all the time. I mean, they're tackling they're in practice. And, biting ankles. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know how they'll handle the third Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Game, but they certainly are not bashful about playing their dudes so far. Yeah, I mean, it, if, if you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, in a way, all three of those teams, I didn't think about the Lions, will all be really good preseason games. Right. You yeah. know, I'd rather they were on the schedule in the regular season. But, Absolutely. You know, I don't <laughs> think any any of the three will be very good. No, no, but they have a ton to play for. I mean, they're three of the bottom-feeding teams in the league with the most to work on. Absolutely. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live from Steelers training camp. The Steelers uh, going through practice number 16 here in Latrobe. And uh, they're uh, going through team stretch right now. Got the guys out there uh, all on the ground stretching out. So uh, they'll get into this and then they'll uh, break up after this, go do some positional stuff, and then come back down for seven shots. Uh, We will bring you that live as well as we always do. But mm-hmm. we're going to take a break. He uh, Again, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here in beautiful Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It's a nice day, isn't it? This is a great day. Yeah, bright blue, bright blue skies. You can see you know, clearly the mountains and all. A little bit of a gust of wind, not hot. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Yeah, this is uh, not too bad. I don't not think there's bad. any uh, thunderstorms in the horizon. For, for once. For, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> odd, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, just looking around out there to see who is not practicing. He still looks like Derek Watt is out. I uh, mentioned Calvin Austin. Um, mentioned looking Marcus Allen to, still, yeah, uh, yeah. still working his way back. Um, is that about it? That might be about it here from guys that I can that are obviously not practicing mm-hmm. today. So uh, not too bad. The Steelers have to cut down the roster to 85 today. Oh, uh, right. By that 4 is o'clock. Yeah. So that'll, that'll happen here. I don't think that's happened yet. I uh, know they they made the roster moves with uh, with some of the guys there. Um, I wonder you'd have to really look, but I mean, I wonder if you inform the guys before this practice, just to if you know the answer already, and you know one less guy you have to coach or injury liabilities and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want the guy going out there that you're going to cut. You don't want him getting hurt. Because right. Then, I wonder if there's five less an guys out there that we that, wouldn't quite notice. You yeah, know? you probably wouldn't notice the guys who weren't going to exactly exactly make it. right. So that's interesting, and I yeah. guess we'll get word of that probably in the next couple of hours. So. Yeah, uh, they got to do that by four o'clock. All teams have to uh, get down to that that roster limit. Um, so and then there's another one shortly? next week. Yeah, next week is next another Tuesday. five. Yeah, okay. another five by next Tuesday, and then the following Tuesday is final cutdowns. Yeah, yeah, that I know. So we're 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 really getting close here. Yeah, yeah without without doubt. And unfortunately, we're almost wrapping up our time at Latrobe too. It's been a blast. Yeah, players breaking off in their groups now to go do their position work. So, mm-hmm. um, seeing the uh, DBs go off to the, the field over to our on the far field to our right, the linemen, defensive linemen, go to the far field on our left. The linebackers kind of go into the their own little thing there as well. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're going over with the defensive linemen today. They're going to do yeah. some 
some drills over there. You get the uh, wide receivers and quarterbacks here working in the middle of the field, and the running backs, they go off on their own as well. It's Everybody has their own spot. Yeah, I don't know if everyone realizes that, but like you have your own area of the field for indie drills. And uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned it or I didn't hear you right, but the, the O-line's always in the end zone. Yes. And that's where the sleds are at. You know yeah. I mean? Like it just, they all have their little neck, neck of the woods. Tight ends are in the corner here. They're always there pregame. Yeah. And so. Often they'll come down here and work on these, uh, these get-low yeah, you yeah, want yeah. To call those things. You I don't practice. know what you call them, but the they get sleds. You get you got to stay down, get underneath the the, the bar, and then hit the sled. Mm-hmm. You know, just get the, teaching you to stay low. This PVC pipe that I mean, yeah. if you hit your helmet off, it's not a big deal. But it, you don't want to you want to stay under it all the time. I'd like to you know, I'd like to start making my own football equipment. You know, how do you get, <laughs> you you get into ideas, that? You right, come up right. with some ideas, the football on a stick and things of that football nature. Football on a stick is genius. <laughs> Someone just didn't want to bend over. Yeah. You know, why would I bother? And then you had the ones with, like, the uh, the punching, uh, the the boxing glove on a stick to, to work on oh, yeah, trying to, to punch it out. out. Yeah, things, right. things of that nature. There's all kinds of little toys that they have out here. There are, and some Where are homemade. Those toys. <laughs> yes. wonderful toys. Yeah, and then there's like the gauntlet thing that has like the pretends to be all the arms you're supposed to run through, yeah. and you know some of the heavy stuff, you know that. And of course, there's a bunch of different sleds. There's seven man sleds, one man sleds, two man sleds, you know all this stuff too. So yeah. a little kid down there hanging on the uh, tackling dummy too. So yeah. there you have it. Yeah. Those suckers are heavier than you think. They too. are. They are. They have those ones they used to have them, the ones that were motorized that were, you could control. Yeah, uh, that was never really wasn't. Like, didn't Carnegie Mellon come up with that or something? Yeah, and and, and uh, Danny Rooney, uh, the uh, art son, I think was involved with that as well. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a good idea in theory, in that you don't want to tackle a ball carrier; you want to tackle that guy, right? You know, uh, I don't know where they went, or they must have been some malfunction with them or whatever. Because I don't see they them just anymore. Didn't, you know, didn't like to use them. I don't know. Right, but um, there was kind of, there was a summer or two of them running around here with on wheels. Yeah, uh, they got all kinds of stuff like that that you, that you look at that you use. Uh, again, these guys are are uh, you know trying to get as prepared as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the new innovations are these beanie things they put on their helmets, or you know, I mean, there's always thinking how to make practice better, safer, more efficient. You know, all these yeah. different ideas, and I'm sure many of them haven't worked over the years, but. Such is life, you know. The caps will stay on until. Yeah, uh, what's the rule on that? Uh, after the second preseason game. Uh, they're mandatory through the second preseason game. It'll be interesting to see if Mike Tomlin sticks with those because mm-hmm. he's got more guys wearing them, I think, than than had to wear them, and they wore them in the in OTAs and in minicamp, even though they didn't. They wore them in minicamp, mm-hmm. even though they didn't necessarily have to. Yeah, and from what I understand, the rule is, I think it's running backs, linebackers, and certainly linemen have to wear them. I mean, yeah. the ones that are bang heads, bang a lot. heads. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, they're consistently, even if they're just short area, you know, collisions. Um, the receivers don't, the D-backs don't, and everyone but the quarterbacks here has them on. So, yeah. I mean, that's obviously a team-mandated situation. It's not a player-by-player, you know, dis- you know dis- decision. Even here, Matt, we're watching the uh, wide receivers work here in front of us, and they're mm-hmm. catching rugby balls. What would be the benefit of catching a rugby ball as opposed to regular football? Part of me thinks that's just overthinking it. <laughs> you know, I mean, like... <laughs> You it know, is a bigger ball, though. It's a bigger ball, and I understand throwing these rugby balls because they're heavier. I remember Ben used to do it a lot. And Maybe you know, you're strengthening the hands because you have to. You, I guess. You know, I mean, it's – Jerry Rice used to catch bricks. You right, You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's just a different way of training your hands, and you, your hands do have to be stronger. I can understand throwing them in practice because it's kind of like swinging a heavy bat. And I guess catching it's the same degree, but yeah. – 
I, I don't know if you get as much out of that as as it, as it looks. And they didn't do it very long. I mean, no, they all just caught a few, like two yeah. of them or whatever. Right. Now they're catching uh, fade routes down the sidelines and sometimes nicely, get, by the sometimes way. we can get a, an idea of what they're going to work on on individual in day drills, by watching right. some of the individual drills. You mentioned their their wide receivers catching fade routes. Then when they'll get together with the with the uh, quarterbacks here, quarterbacks right now practicing their handoffs to the running backs. Mm-hmm. Even that, the basic stuff. People think yeah. like, oh, handoffs easy, and yeah, it is. But if you never practice it, it's ugly. Yeah. Like I, when I was new at Pitt, I was shocked. You know, whenever they scripted practice, there was like a four minute period every day. Quarterback center exchange. Every day, yeah, and they were out there doing that on their own for exactly the minute until the, the, that many minutes until the horn blew, and you know they just don't want to screw any of them up. And I mean, every team's different, but I was like, they really practice that every day for every you know, day. four or five minutes a day. You know, I, I like the when they when they do the handoff stuff, mm-hmm. so that the quarterbacks will hand the football off, then they'll they'll roll out. A coach will toss them a football. They'll roll out opposite of where the ball where the running back went, and they'll make a throw on the run. Just getting more out of one rep. Yeah, more you know, than right, right, more right. than just take. Okay, we're just going to hand the football off here. No, you still got to make a throw, and they've got a guy, you know, positioned, you know, for a ten yard out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just so you, you get used to throwing that on the run. No, you're not on the full speed run, but you get your. But it, still, it's, it's a working, muscle memory thing. Yeah, it's working on your your footwork and getting your shoulders square and things of that nature. Yeah, and I think the reason you do it is well, let's maximize the rep. You could just hand it off and do nothing, but you know, you're out here. You might as well get one more thing done, but more so. Uh, I think it's it teaches the quarterbacks to to sell that yeah, they right. have the football yeah. still. I mean, if even if they hand it off, and if you don't ha- hand it off, it's still the same mechanics of a play action rollout. You know, so if you do have the ball and faked it to the back, well, now you're doing the second half of the drill. So there's something to be said for that. You know, and then you're thrown on the run, which they ask these yeah. quarterbacks to do a lot. I'll tell you what. Um, I know Chris Olatikon hasn't gotten any. Right. Reps. He's out there working. He throws a nice football. He does. He does. I mean, and no one talks about that guy, but there's some skills there. No, there's definitely some some things that you can work with there with him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm watching him throw the the football. I mean, the ball jumps out of his hand. Yeah, yeah. And he moves pretty well. He's kind of a fluid guy. Um, Do you think he plays at all? In the preseason, uh, maybe that last game. He hasn't taken a snap in practice. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know if it would be fair to play him in a game at this right. point. No, you're right. I mean, I, I, that probably answers it in itself. And, <laughs> I mean, and I don't unless think he's going to get a whole lot yeah. today. You know, and right. he's not. You know, they're going to give him a bunch of snaps next week. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, Pickett so. needs everyone he can get, and so the same with these other guys. Right. I mean, I mean, his only shot would be an injury to one of the three or. Rudolph gets traded or something. You know, yeah. I mean, it's the only chance that he'd get a chance to even get reps in practice, really, because it's full right yeah. now. Should note that the Steelers are in full pads again today. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good practice yesterday. Yeah, I thought, uh, it, was I thought really. it was very spirited, physical. You know, a lot of good drills too that were competitive. So hopefully, get the same again. Um, doesn't seem to have the same exuberance this early as it did yesterday, but we'll see. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's very, very early. They're just doing indie stuff. Yeah, we'll see how how things go here. Um, the uh, offensive lineman heading down there to uh, get ready to do seven shots, and you will see the uh, defensive lineman come over here in a bit. But the, right now, the again, the wide receiver is still practicing that fade route down down the uh, yeah. They run the, the same line. drill over and over. I mean, the same route over and over. The quarterbacks here are taking a taking a pass, rolling out to their left, and throwing again that ten yard out. Mm-hmm. That's about an eight yard out. Yeah, about it. Yeah. So, but on the run. Quick question: the pecking order at quarterback. Do you think at this point? Pickett's going to get the second team stuff 
or do you think him and Rudolph are bouncing back and forth like they did much of camp? Um, I mean, we'll find out here with seven shots. Today will be interesting. Yeah, yeah. today we'll, we'll know we'll know for sure in seven shots. I know going through the drill work here. He uh, was two yesterday. He, yeah. Uh, he was two yesterday. Going through the drills here, though, today, Rudolph was two. In oh, I wasn't three. even watching their, yeah. their order. Just of the order of how they're, yep. they're doing things here. No, you're right. So we'll see in seven shots. I mean, if, if Rudolph ball jumps out of a lot of Con's hand, it is kind of somebody, interesting. Right? Somebody asked me, you know, who, which, which quarterbacks have the strong, you know, who is, which quarterback has the strongest arm, and I'm like, might be him. I, I said, well, I think it's Trubisky has the strongest arm, and then it's a lot of Con's second. Like, he I'd have to think about well. that a little bit, right? I mean, Trubisky of the three that play has the strongest arm, yeah. but he throws it pretty well, and it's a real loose, easy motion too. Yeah, watch his throw. Yeah, throw so here, rolling to his there. rolling to his right is like three steps and letting it go. The ball just jumps. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that real fluid, you know, release, real easy thrower, easy gas. I can see why they like that guy. Yeah, right. I, I mean, we're really getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm curious what he looks like next camp. Yeah, I mean, people ever ever be forgetting about him, but I bet he plays a lot of preseason. I think, preseason I think reps maybe that's that the reason why you don't play him in the preseason because you don't want anybody else to get a look at him. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like you know exactly what he is. You have nothing. You have no threat. There's of nothing not to be gained by playing him in by the preseason, him, right? Yeah. And except for letting the world know a little bit more about him. If he makes some dramatic play and he's on Sports Center, like you don't want that. No, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if anybody would pick him up, but they might. You they know, might. They, I mean, they there's... have a little more knowledge on him. They, they probably some other teams liked him, and you know, coming out of the draft. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, you know, that's why people have asked me why did the Steelers draft him. Well, they weren't going to be able to sign. No, an undrafted free agent quarterback of, of any note. And maybe they had a fifth round grade on him, and they're looking at him like, well, why don't why don't we just take him and bring another quarterback in the mix and see how it goes? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, what do you get to lose there? And very you little. Know, you, mean, you know, okay, he was like the I mean, was seven, 242nd player taken in the draft. Like, would gonna, camp be dramatically different with a seventh round safety or guard or something? Compared that's to, what I saw. Exactly. People they could have drafted another offensive lineman. Really, a seventh they round lineman's have, gonna? How many of those guys make it? <laughs> yeah, know, right. You know, for every Brett Kiesel, there's ten other guys who didn't make mm-hmm. it. And I'm a big believer, which goes back to some of the picket stuff, is. Just take as many bites out of the quarterback apple as possible. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's also seventh and late round quarterbacks that have made it. Too, Absolutely, like Kiesel. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, even as a backup, it'd be worth a, you know, well worth that pick. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick was a seventh round draft pick. It played a long time. A long in the time, right? Yeah. Very successful career for where he was picked. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we're uh, getting ready. Gearing to, up here do, for seven shots, I think. We're going to do seven shots down here on this end. Usually, it's where the offensive linemen are at. But uh, right. And they usually don't like the big guys move. But. Yeah. Uh, must be something in they the were down. In they were between. down to our left yesterday. I think they might be down to our right today. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. But it's things start not happening happen. quite yet. Not I quite. Look like they're going to do a little bit more indie quarterback. Looks stuff like here. the uh, the running backs over there. Looks like they they're working on some uh, pass protection. Yeah, there. they are. Wonder if they're going to the do medicine a, ball. Wonder if we might get to see one last uh, shot of uh, backs Ooh, on backers today. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah that would be as unsuspected. Usually, unsuspected when they're going to do backs on backers, they do this drill. They got a heavy ball, and so the backs. Come out and the co- uh, coach. They work on their hands. Yeah, work on getting, you know, get a push the ball away, mm-hmm. get the yeah. ball out. They they start where you know where a running back would behind center, well behind center, and they they come out to a target real abruptly, real, real short, choppy steps, quick steps, sink their butt, you know, try to get a the nice flat back and those big big hands slapping that ball away, you know, as a punch, you know, almost yeah. like an offensive lineman. It's a good drill. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, I don't know what that was. There you go. We fired off a commercial there. Did somebody <laughs> tell us we need to go to break here? I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, 
<laughs> Zach back in studio says he promises us he did not touch it. Okay. Okay. I, I believe hey, Zach we, there. We get the message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we could go to a break here so that when, yeah, maybe when we'll they get... do go to seven shots, we'll be ready to bring that to you live. Uh, so he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live here at Steelers Training Camp at St. Vincent College in Latrobe. Uh, we are uh, the only station bringing you all the, the goods here during practice, and uh, we'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, we are uh, live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. This team, uh, Steelers on the practice field right now, uh, going through seven shots here. Um, Tough to tell. They're not going super live here. No, they're kind of three-quarter speed. Yeah, the first play was a a quarterback scramble up the middle. Uh, Kind of they cleared out the box, and it was kind of a – now that was an actual touchdown there. It's it's, Touchdown to Fryermuth. Yeah, to Fryermuth. I yeah. think was that his second one. Of, of yeah, second, shots? second one. Uh, his first one. I. I mean, yeah, they're not a hundred percent live, and maybe you know he would have got. I don't know if he got sacked on that one, but he would have got hit at least. But Trubisky's ability to extend plays is very real. Yeah. You oh know, yeah. He, I mean, no he, doubt about it. He does a nice job with it. You know, sometimes rolling backwards to his right, left. But it's always with his eyes downfield to make a throw. And he has the arm strength to make some of those throws. Um, right. You know. Oh, Pickett's now in. Pickett's now in. Two. So it was just three uh, three chances there for Trubisky? Did, I'm, I, did I miss one? I thought there was four. There might have been four. I mean, we were kind of blocked there. Yeah. That's that was little, nicely done yeah. by Kenny. Yeah. That was a quick little release, quick little decision. That was nice. Yeah, to uh, Anthony McFarland. Mm-hmm. So he is, Throw into he his is left on, second on here again accurately. today. Um, took the uh, little play action and then uh, – Rolled to his left and hit McFarland. McFarland's got a lot of passes on this field in the last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. He's done well. Yeah, they seem to have a plan uh, of some sort for him. Um, yeah, certainly part of the passing game, year. and yeah. he's going to get the football. Yeah, okay. He's set up really now to uh, pick it in the shotgun, motions uh, McFarland out from uh, his left and puts him out in the Put slot. slot right. uh, takes a snap, looking, looking to his right. Got him. Got I, don't him. If he, I don't know if he got in bounds or not. It was the Hayward. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, there was a bunch set to the left that they had all kinds of, you know, picks and uh, rubs routes on the left, but he went to the right where Hayward came free there. I'm just not sure if he got his whole body in bounds or not, but it was close to it. Yeah. I, I think it may have been a touchdown. Yeah. I think I, I would give it to him. Yeah. From judging from here from, you know, looking at it from 60 yards away. <laughs> right, right, but, right. Uh, and how the staff and everybody has kind of yeah. uh, responded. Yeah, now Rudolph is up. I must have missed a uh, a Trubisky. I think so. Rep, but the offense is definitely winning this one today. Yeah, yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. Yeah, but again, I, I make note that uh, it, it hasn't been a full speed. Boom! Yeah. That was nice by Rudolph too. Put it on him immediately. I think he dropped he... it. I know he caught it. Okay. Yeah. Good throw. Good decision. So Mason only got one rep. Yeah. Which has been That's pretty much the way that it works. was, right, that right. was the Tyler Vaughns, uh, the uh, hero. Exactly, right, right. So, yeah, 4-2-1 is usually how they do the the quarterback seven shots. Well, early in camp they were doing 4-3, and Pickett wasn't getting any shots with that. Mm -hmm. Then they worked him in, gave gave him one, and then, you know, they started rotating that, getting him uh, one or two uh, snaps, you know, opportunities with that. So, not bad. Yeah, no, no, no. 
I thought it was some crisp, crisp throws in general there in that seven shots period. And we see the uh, running backs heading down here with the linebacker. So that's what Ooh. we wanted to see, a little backs on backer action today. I think that's what we're going to get, right? Yeah, it looks, certainly Excellent. looks like it. And I assume we'll get one-on-ones the other direction too, yeah. receivers versus corners. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Yeah, it's that's not as backs good as backs on backers. On backers so. yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. So um, we'll get, you know, get a couple minutes here before they probably start, start banging, but there'll be some good action with this one. Absolutely, yeah. We're, um, I'm really interested to watch Warren more than anything. Yeah, he did well. The last backs on backers period that I saw was about a week or so ago. I thought he did quite well. But it worries me a little bit just with his stature if this is going to be his – if he'll be able to shine in this department, you know, big picture or not. We got Najee versus Spillane, I think. Yeah. That is the matchup, Najee versus Spillane. Let's see how this goes. I would expect Najee to hold his own here, and he does. He did. He dipped his head a little. A little bit, but, that was but late he still, in the rep. yeah, late, very late in the rep. Really good feet. Yeah. I mean, if you forget how big he is and how agile he is laterally. I mean, he might, he might actually weigh more than Spillane. I bet he does. Yeah. He looks like a bigger person. Spillane's just two of them listed at like 235-ish, somewhere in that range. No, I think Najee's, Najee's bigger than, than that, yeah. Right. Wasn't bad. Not bad. Warren, put it Warren against, against Devin Bush. Bush. Put a, got a good shot on him, initial blow, kind of misdirected him. Uh, to Bush's credit, he kept up the, the heat and, you know, kept coming and might have been able to impact yeah. the play a little Not bit. Not a bad rip by him, though, either. Now we no, got wasn't. Miles Jack here and Najee Harris. No, that was Najee. Okay. Yeah. And another one, really well done by Najee, kind of yeah. sat down after making contact. That's a really a strength of his game. It's Yeah. And at Alabama, I thought he had a little bit of work to do on yeah. that. So he's quietly it's really worked on that. a very underrated thing for running backs to be able to do. Yeah. Like and you can't that, get on the field if you can't do that. No, 100%. And... and I find it a little interesting. Oh, nice rep there by Terrell Edmonds against Anthony McFarland. But fans are cheering about something that happened in the, on the other yeah, side. Somebody but caught I, a backs ball. and backs are better. better. <laughs> somebody caught a ball. Some of these guys, Miles Jack is one, came off the edge. You know, I, I thought that was interesting that the Miles didn't line up uh, you know, straight ahead and from a typical linebacker yeah. spot. Nice rep there by Arthur Millette. Yeah, He's it was. Really growing on me as a player. Yeah, I do. I am too. Yeah. yeah he, he can play. Slot, slot blitzes. He's going to do with his reloaded that one again here. But he ducked He ducked and got under. Um, now, Millet comes hard. Yeah. Working against uh, a much bigger man there, too. In, in uh, Pretty much always will be. Yeah, right. You know? uh, but, but still, if you can get a D-back isolated on a running back in a blitz situation, you got a shot. Yeah, he was working against uh, Master Teague. There. No, is that who it was? Yeah. Teague's a big guy. Yeah, right. He's a much bigger back. He did. A, he won the second round. We got Teague Durant wins. here against Buddy Johnson. Against Buddy Johnson. Yeah. Good rep. I would say Durant won that. Yeah. Some of these are draws, but I mean, I think Durant. If got it's the a draw, out. the offense wins. You know. That's, right. 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 Yeah. I mean, because that's you this one favors the defense in a, in a big way. Mark Robinson tried to go inside there. That didn't work. No. Um, really didn't. That was against Najee. Najee's been really he's strong at this. He dominated. This. Yeah. I mean, he's bigger than all the backs. He's bigger than all the backs. <laughs> and he's got such long arms. Because they don't have the outside guys there. These are these are safeties and line, middle inside linebackers coming here. Interesting they're using Ed, They don't usually use Edmonds in this drill. No. I that's, wonder that's if they're yeah. maybe a little more blitz with him. Good. good uh, that was, again, Warren against Bush. Bush, yeah. I think Warren won that one, all in all. That's a good matchup, too. It is a good matchup. Yeah. That Warren's still in there, oh, I think. Oh, boy. Now, see, that's one there. That was... McFarland against uh, Millette. That's one that, that 
uh, McFarland has to be able to hold his own on. Yeah, that's a you much smaller be able to match yeah. his quickness. You know, you get, I can. Un- if he gets run over, I get it. That's what I say. It's forgivable yeah. if he gets run over. You know, I mean, and he holds his own, but somebody just gets his bigger and bull rushes him right down the middle of him. I mean, I can understand that, but yeah, you don't want to get out quick in this if you're McFarland. No, you do not. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, bringing you live coverage here from Steelers training camp practice. Not bad job by Teague on that one. No. When they take the outside path, I always wonder, like, I mean – is that cheating if you're Spillane? Because he kind of dips them, rips them. Oh, whoa, 34 just put uh, put 40 on his back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nice. a, that was a power move and just flat out dumped them right Again, on his you back. Again, no, that's, that's going to do it for Terrell Edmonds. He's not going to get any more yeah. reps on this. But uh, That was a good way to leave. Good job. Boy, that good was job the best rep him, of any yeah. of the defensive guys. We got uh, over on the other field, we got outside linebackers working against tight ends here as well. Lots of competition going on right now. On the opposite oh. field over over here, we got one on ones run blocking yeah. on the offensive and defensive I wish I could line. watch all these separately. Right, these are these are four good competition periods here in front of us at the same time. Right, we got one on one O line versus D line. One on one. Ooh, Bush Bush just beat uh, Najee Harris on Did that he? one. Yeah, that's what you want to see. That's promising. absolutely right. And I'm definitely absolutely. rooting for Bush in that situation. I know Najee can do it. Yeah, but that's I think a, I that's a good rep for him. Though, that's a good rep for him. Whoa, forty five brought the lumber on that one too. That's what you got to do in this. Yeah, they're doing the tight end uh, OLBs, outside linebacker run blocking over. That's always a good drill too. Yeah, yeah. Get to see which of the and asking them to pass block is a problem for yeah. the tight ends. But I mean, the run blocking game is a good. You better be able to do mm-hmm. it. Now Edmonds coming back down against so him. Maybe they want him to take some more reps doing this. Maybe it's one of them to run back and forth on the field. So it looks <laughs> like he's getting tired running from one end of the field to the other. What do you, what do, you do? Go down there and they're like, get out of here. Go go rush. Yeah, go back down there and rush the passer some more. We're, <laughs> No, now he's heading back again. Oh, geez. Nobody <laughs> wants him. Everyone just keeps kicking him out. I wonder, you know. He left with a bang, though. On Matt, the we saw we saw some dime yesterday. Yeah. Maybe you send Edmonds down there because you're thinking about using him maybe more as a, a linebacker in a dime. I think that adds up 100%. Yeah. I think that's a great observation. I mean, if you have. That's what I get paid big money for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of the six DBs that would be involved, he would be He's the, the biggest, the biggest the, yeah. run-stoppy-ish, yeah. blitzer-ish, you know. I mean, so that would add up, you know, have him hovering around the box. Yeah. It would make some sense. And he's, yeah, he's, I, I mean, I talked to much K- time today. I talked to DeMonte KZ today, um, and he's not a real big dude. Uh, no, he's not. I'll tell you what, he's a, he's a strong tackler. Mm-hmm. Um, he sh- that showed up in the game when he when he tackled. So they stayed tackled. Like they did, he, they did not. He get throws away from his body him. around. He's not bashful at all. That's what he, he told me. He's quite like, aggressive. He's like, I, it's all about you know the size doesn't matter. It's all about the heart. Right. And, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he may bounce off a of Derrick Henry or so, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's not going to go down trying. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's not, he's not the only D back in the league that's going to have a hard time with yeah. those dudes. But yeah. no, I like the way he plays a lot. Yeah. I mean, goes back to the nickel dime conversation, but I think you need to get him on the field some. You know, right, even yeah. when everyone when everyone's healthy, you yeah, know, I depending agree. on the opponent and all that too. But I you agree. Know. Washington beating Texas, oh, six to more five. Importantly. The win is in the books. So Washington advancing now to face Mexico in the semifinals tomorrow. Very nice. This is the farthest a Washington team has made it in the f- several years here. Okay, and you helped assemble them. Congrats to your guys, huh? It's a, it's a lot of work to get that all together, but uh, oh, I can coming imagine. to fruition. How many here. teams did in, it start with in the series or yeah. in our league? Uh, the World Series starts with uh, ten teams. 
Okay. So they're down to the final four now. Very nice. And um, that's the furthest you guys have gone in a while, huh? Yeah. It's tough. I mean, you're facing oh, international, international competition there. Teams are being picked from much, much larger. I bet Texas could put a pretty good team together. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you know, some of these areas, I remember one year, uh, Tammy Amy, Florida was there, and they won the oh, good good rep there against, uh, that was, yeah, was, that was against Najee. That was Spillane. Spillane against Najee. Yeah. Got his hands in on him early and stunned him a little bit. Yeah. He couldn't finish because, see, Spillane's balance is questionable. You know, I mean, like, yeah. uh, if that's Von Miller, I know Von Miller's awesome, but I mean, he <laughs> he gets the passer there. You know, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't go down to one knee. Keeps but you're balance, also not getting you know? Von Miller coming clean like that against a. No, right, 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 right. I just mean like, you know, pass rushers that can get low and not lose speed and all that. I mean, Spillane doesn't have that, but he had that thump. Was that a rep for twenty one there? Yeah. Yes. So Trey Norwood coming in there off off the edge. Okay. More and more D backs yeah. showing up in this drill. So who's Millette, Norwood and Edmonds have all gotten a rep? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't take a whole lot of uh deductive <laughs> <laughs> to see what they might be working uh, yeah, on there. Yeah. See what you're up to here. This looks like a D back too. I can't see a number. That's thirty, yeah. That's thirty. That's thirty. That's Carlin's uh Platel. Okay. He's a kind of a hybrid safety slash corner. He's sort of a Norwoodish type guy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. He's not just an outside corner. He's the guy that was a Division two guy and then went back uh, for his uh, fifth-year grad and went to South Carolina and became an immediate starter. So okay. That's not easy He's had to some do. rough moments, but yeah. he's, he's out there easy, working. That's not an easy jump to make. No, that's not. That's a good point. <laughs> so who, who we got who here? We got coming here. Another, another defensive back? Yeah, 30 coming again here. They got to reload that one. They want to see this again. So it's uh, Platel against. It looks like Mateo Durant. Yeah, that's not Mateo Durant's uh, strong suit. No, he kind of left his feet jumping yeah, there. Yeah, he kind of jumped in the air. To, got a little to awkward. That. A stronger rusher would have thrown him to the side. <laughs> he was lucky he was able to get the D back. There. Yeah, if that's a you know if that's TJ Watcher, he throws him over onto the other field. Yeah, not bad by thirty three. Duck yeah. his head a little bit, but he, he stayed square and moved well. Uh, laterally, he's not bad. No, he's not. Yeah, not bad. He's at all. growing on me too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got. We'll do one last rep here before we uh, head off to break. Here, who is this one? Who this we got? Looks like uh, Mark Robinson lining up here on the defensive side of things, and it looks like the running back is. I'm going to do a power deduction here. It's not 24. 24 is in uniform though today, so Benny Snell is back. That's good. I didn't realize that. Ooh, ooh, wow. Ooh. That was Master T getting run over by he Mark really, Robinson. Robinson splattered him. <laughs> Real good run. Just went straight through it. There was three or four. Right of down the middle. Defensive defensive players that just run it back. They're going to run that one back. Like, Give more time more chance. Here? Yeah. He's you don't like a sturdy guy, but you don't yeah. want to leave on that note. You don't want to do that. You're going to give him another He got low, but he just got bowled over. He just got bowled over. Yeah. Right, there was a lot of pop in his hands. Robinson has some ability. Yeah, you know, he it, just needs to harness some things there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can see some traits. Okay, oh, okay. That always happens. Like a guy, when a guy goes with a power move mm -hmm. like that, then he tries to go with speed the next play, and it doesn't work. And it didn't much. work. No right, power right, right. again. Why not? Yeah, right. I mean, he takes the outside uh, We're going to reload there. that one again. No, we're going to reload no. that. We're going to go to break. Okay. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live here at Steelers Training Camp. If you couldn't tell, uh, that's where what you're hearing the play-by-play -play from. Ooh, nice collision there. Good job by Jalen Warren. Yeah, Warren did well. Sturdy dude. Yeah, that was against Devin Bush again. They've they've got the work that two battle a lot. What, five times maybe. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna go to break here. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.